peace and blessings, love and light, and a grand wellness salute, loved ones. This is Lady Khadijah here with another episode of Thrive, Flourish, Prosper. So this is episode four. This is the releasing episode. And I'm dropping this episode a day late because I've been taking my own advice. I've been getting my proverbial-ish together. Um, Which is, again, like I mentioned in previous episodes, part of the reason why I do this podcast is for my own healing and my own thriving and my own flourishing and my own prospering and sharing that experience, this journey with you all so as to promote personal and community and spiritual development for all of us. So before I get into the main topic, this Tuesday, my sister friend, Tazeen Ayub, a beautiful vocalist and musician out of Detroit, is coming down to Flint. Typically she does her live stream from her own apartment, but she's coming to Flint to sit with me and I'm going to be her guest on her live stream digging deeper and I'm inviting all of you guys to check it out we're going to be talking about self-care as a guide for spirituality and artistic expression so her podcast is a weekly live stream that she does on her Instagram tazine.ayub t-a-z-e-e-n dot a-y-u-b And um, every week she has a fairly local Detroit Flint or the surrounding areas um, artists that she discusses artistic and spiritual expression. Um, And so far, um, I feel like I'm in grand company, right? Um, So I'm really excited about this. It's a grand way to welcome spring. Spring is all about letting go. Um, And of course, digging deeper, because this is the time when we are planting um, seeds to harvest for fall and prepare for winter. So um, I am like grandly excited about this. Um, I feel like it is a sign or a signal of what is coming for my new year. Um, Every, the, the earth, shows us that spring nature shows us that spring is new this is the new year this is when everything starts to bloom and i think that dropping this episode of digging deeper the day before uh, or the night of the spring equinox um is is very significant so you guys make sure you join us check us out that's a live IG show so you have to have an Instagram account and just log on to her IG feed tazine.iub and yeah so you'll get to join the discussion
So on to the main topic of the episode. This episode might be a little short um, because, yeah, like I said, I'm taking my own advice. Um, Typically, the episodes run about an hour. Um, This one might be about 30 minutes. Um, So last year, about this time, I had kind of a grand epiphany um, (laughs) after some experiences that I had with individuals and organizations and then also in myself um, physically um, some health challenges I had an urge to just let go and release everything that was not serving me everything that did not directly benefit me Um, everything that wasn't contributing to my healing my personal and spiritual development and also my financial uh, development and um, it was so easy like I you know how people like to talk about how it's hard to let go of things get rid of things so there, this, this is, I'm going to try to um, be concise because over the last year, I realized how all of these things were connected and, and kind of came together to support this new phase of my life that I've entered in um, and how all of these changes and these developments have kind of been aligned with the seasons so in the springtime last year I had I let go of friendships I stepped down from organizational positions I cut out business projects I started to change my diet um, and I, I just started letting go of and releasing like I said everything that was not directly benefiting or serving me And I found that once I started to let go of those things, those dead things, those things that that was not feeding me, I made room for new things that gave me life. And and there were new and, and grand developments that started to take place in my life. And my everything started to change my relationships started to change I was able to reconnect with relatives and other friends that I hadn't spoken to in years um I found out around that same time or I should say I realized around that same time that my mom was sick that she had some sort of at the time I didn't know it was terminal this was a year ago. Um, but in this releasing, we started to purge things in the house. My mother and I ran uh, a transitional house um, emergency shelter here. And about this time, we took our um, we took in our very last uh, family of residents. And even that you know, was, was something that was 
um, I'll say promoted by this grand purge. Um, it was a confirmation that what we were doing was the right thing. And so, but everything started to open up. I let go of, like I said, friendships that weren't serving me, toxic relationships, um, positions that did not benefit my career or mission, my life purpose or my financial stability. I let go of all of that. I cut that out. And I noticed initially, the first thing I noticed is that when I cut out those toxic friendships, I started to receive calls from people who were supportive of my purpose and my healing and other relationships started to open up. When I started to purge things from the house, because, you know, we, for anyone who has had people come and live in their home, my mother and I ran this, this program from our home. So when you have people come and stay in your house, they leave things, you know, and my mother was a person who survived a lot of trauma and tragedy and loss. So she gathered a lot of things to restore or replace. So she had a lot of stuff. And so we started getting rid of things. Once I started doing that, when we started clearing out those things, the house got brighter, of course, and it cleared the way for newer and better things. And when I stepped down from those positions that weren't serving my purpose, it cleared the way for better projects and better positions. Because what I noticed before I started letting go is that around the fall or early winter of 2016, everything just kind of shut down and cut off. And I didn't understand what that was about. You know, um, of course, hindsight is 2020. So now I, I'm very clear on what that was about, given the experiences of the last 12 months. But at that time, I didn't have any idea. So letting go of those toxic relationships, letting go of things that I didn't need, letting go of these positions and projects that I thought were suiting or benefiting me, doing all of that cleared the way and opened the way for a greater good better things, better relationships, better business opportunities and, and organizational positions. So that was the, the guide for me in the next, for over, I would say the next four to six months. And in that time, just when we had our last resident leave, I realized that my mother was really sick. She had been I could, she had been losing a lot of weight. I could tell that she was, she was sick. And I knew that this restoration, this purge, this releasing would be beneficial for her health. I didn't know that it would be preparing me, kind of lightening the load for me to be her primary caregiver, right? She was, um, she had gotten a cancer diagnosis three years before um, in March of 2014 and she kept it from everybody 
that she loved. She was very private and protective about that. And she was almost deceptive in the way that she kept her condition. But I could see that she was getting sick. She was losing weight. Her energy level was down. Um, and her emotional and mental state was challenging. Um, if anyone has lived or cared for, lived with or cared for someone who's very strong, very uh, protective and a caregiver themselves and not used to having people care for them, you know it can be difficult for them to let go and allow people to take care of them. And um, so clearing out all of those things, getting rid of all of those relationships, it freed up the time. It gave me the energy and it lightened the load for me to take care of my mother in her final months. I didn't know, I had no idea in uh, March, um, it was about March 24th um, when I got this, like it was like a slap in the face, like a like a ton of bricks dropped in my lap when I, when I, um, I just, I'm like, no, you got to stop it. You got to let it go. And it, it was a culmination of some experiences that I had had um, the weeks prior. So it, it lightened up my load to be able to care for her. And over the course of time, of course, her condition deteriorated. And then in the late part of July, early August, I found out she couldn't hide it anymore, that she had cancer and it was very aggressive they didn't give us uh, like an expiration date or, you know, any amount of months. But part of the reason she kept her condition from us is because she knew that one, she didn't want us to worry. And two, she knew that um, at least some people that she loved and cared for, I knew my mother well enough to know that she wasn't going to go for that. Like people would want her to receive chemo or have surgery and the thing that she would always say is I'm not letting nobody cut on me and I'm not letting nobody burn me up so um, I knew that she would not do that so part of her keeping that from us was about her not wanting to receive that treatment but not feel like um or have us feel like she was refusing treatment. So she just kept her condition as private as possible. So in all of that, after the, the physical letting go, then there is this emotional release that happens because while we didn't know that these were the final months of her life, she said about, she probably felt it. So she set about repairing and restoring her relationships and, and letting go of all of the emotional pain and, and trauma and drama and guilt and anger and fear and all of these things that had probably ultimately ca caused or contributed to her condition. And so I got to witness I got to have my own experience, but also witness my mother in the last months of her life let go of everything that had been causing her any kind of pain. And it was so liberating for me because it also released any negative feelings or guilt or remorse or emotional pain that I may have had that was connected to her or any of her experiences. My mother and I were always very close. 
um, for the most part, I lived in the same city with her. We worked together in a bunch of different capacities. My mother was my biggest fan, my biggest critic, and my greatest champion. So, um, you know, it was part of me being her caretaker was also allowing me to let her go and to let her go into this new phase of her existence. You know, um, it's our understanding that people, that souls don't die. Um, people never actually die. They leave this physical form and we bury that into the dirt. We call it death, but they are always with us. Um, and my mother is very um, communicative from the other side. Uh, <laughs> and she left me with such a grand inheritance. I still have so many things because she had so many things. She had a lot of projects, a lot of business ideas. She was an artist. Um, so she left me with a lot of art. She wrote three children's books and a novel or a book of short stories and an herb book that I'm to publish. So again, letting go of all of these things frees up time, frees up energy and uh, mental, uh, gives me mental clarity to push forward on these projects and to make sure that her, um, the things that she left here with us are things that contribute to her eternity and, and our, also our life and well-being here. So I say all of that to talk about now. So that was March through October. Um, the thing that actually provoked me to do this episode, the releasing or letting go episode is okay. So in this, during this time while I'm taking care of my mother, my hair started falling out. Like I had locks and you know, one day one of them came out and, um, you know, when you lose one, it's never anybody that got locks. If you lose one, it's like, okay, yeah, I can fix that. Some people sold in me and I'm not that girl who attach hair to, <laughs> to my head. Um, if it fall out, it's gone, right? So I lost another one. And this was like within a couple of weeks. Um, so if you lose one, it's an accident. If you lose two, you're questioning. So I said, okay, so if I lose a third lock, then I'm, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to cut it off this time. And I, I think it was approaching 13 years. Uh, I think January would have been 13 years. This was in uh, September. So, and I had, when I started that set, I said that I was going to grow them for 13 years. And so the next day, another one fell out. And I said, okay, I got to cut it. And I waited a few days because this was, I like to, you know, align with the seasons as much as possible. So this was the vernal uh, the, the autumnal equinox that was coming up. So I said I would wait until the equinox and cut it. Um, so it was about September 24th or 26th or something like that, that I, I cut my hair and I had a lot of, uh, new growth. So once I cut it, I still had about two or three inches of hair. Um, and my mother was still with us. So that was, you know, everything was going fine. You know, um, I was enjoying this new experience. I decided that I wouldn't lock up right away. 
um, that I would kind of experience my hair. So I let 13 years of locks grow and my hair was growing really fast. And then after she passed, I believe it was anxiety and my hair started to shed and it was, I didn't realize it. I don't know actually how long that it was shedding or thinning but it started to like I started to notice uh, patches or ball spots small spots in my hair in November when I was visiting my family my cousin was braiding my hair um, and she's like you got this um, it's kind of thin up here look like a ball spot and you know it was at the very top of my head at the crown and um so I took she took a picture of it so I could see what it looked like and she started taking other pictures of my hair and looking at the pictures I'm noticing that there are other smaller spots that she probably didn't really notice were balding spots right because I've had locks for 20 over 20 years the first set was seven years and I had started a set before that so more than 20 years I've had locks or had been locking my hair so this was the first time that I had let someone else braid my hair um, in over 15 years and that time I had locks so my and my hair is very thick and very coarse so and anybody in my family knows that my hair is very thick and very coarse so to see bald spots in my head is different right like that's I've always had very a very healthy head of hair um, and I've never like I, I, I have had a spot before where my hair fell out like I had a bald spot when I was in high school um, and that was from stress. So I knew that this was from stress and anxiety. And ultimately the thing that contributed to that was the passing of my mother and the things that I've been experiencing here, um, since she passed. So from November up until January, which is when I realized that it was a real problem because now like the whole top of my head is like I got patches of hair instead of patches of bald spots at the top of my head. The back was pretty full and thick, but from the crown all the way up to the front, it's just falling out. And so, of course, when you're used to having a thick mane, when your hair starts falling out, you panic. So I'm panicking, right? I'm trying not to panic, but I'm panicking. So my hair is coming out because of anxiety and the fact that my hair is coming out is causing me more anxiety. And so, and the thing that the initial cause of the anxiety is not so much of dealing with my mother's passing, but it's all of the things that come along with that. Like I said, she left me a grand inheritance. So I'm sorting through her belongings and all of this is a process of my letting her go, right? getting rid of these things that I don't need 
you know, but these are things that she might have loved or wanted or needed or were using. And I'm a little bit like my mother in the way that, you know, I don't like to get rid of things that I might be able to use. I'm a, a, a maker, I'm a crafter, I crochet, I do jewelry work, um, I'm a writer, a poet, and I do a lot of things like my mother. So a lot of these things, and I'm an educator, and I'm planning on opening up a learning center. So, you know, there are things that we could use in this learning center. So. I'm having kind of a difficult time letting go of some things, um, not as much as my mom had, uh, but yeah, so, but my, my hair falling out is a manifestation of how I need to let go. So the other night, um, I couldn't sleep. I could not, uh, get to sleep. I had been laying in the bed for three or four hours. And then I, I look up and it's three o'clock in the morning and I could not sleep at all. And so I go to the bathroom and I see some clippers and I just cut it out. I cut it. I like, I, it was like, I didn't even know what I was going to the bathroom for. I didn't have to use it. I was going to the bathroom. My consciousness was leading me or subconsciousness was leading me to the bathroom. You're going to cut this out right now. And I shaved it all off. I still have a small bald spot right at the crown of my head but shaving it so short and my hair hasn't been this short ever like I don't even think when I cut it out the 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 first or second time that I started locks that my hair was this short and I know the last set um I had about an inch of hair and this was like you know, like a little boy cut, and I felt so free. I felt liberated. I have never felt, like I don't ever remember feeling so free. I felt new. And I, I washed my hair, I took a shower, and I went to sleep, and I slept like a baby. And I think I only slept about three hours but I woke up feeling so renewed and so refreshed and I felt like, okay, yeah, so this is the, the next episode. This is the, the releasing, releasing to renew. Um, and I just knew I had to share that experience. And in that, since then, and it's, it's not even been a week, since then, I've had so many so many grand openings like I've heard from six or seven of my closest friends people that I love right like that I'm I live in Michigan and they live in other cities Cincinnati Atlanta California um Phoenix and I've been able to um receive so all of that to say, I don't like to keep my segments more than 20 minutes, you know, this main segment. Um, and I'm going to do some, uh, I'm going to reevaluate the show and, and do some, probably do some shorter segments. Um, but yeah, I say all of that and I, I hope you guys really get the benefit of how important it is to let go, prune, refine, release, let it go. 
Um, and when you let it go, you are opening the way, you are clearing the way. And I said this in the video, and I'll drop it again. I'll drop a, a, a link to that video. It's a YouTube video. Um, when you let go, you open the way for all of the good things, for abundant things. Um, abundant love and joy and even you know if those things that you want or you desire um, or that's important to you is money let it go like give it away freely and it'll come back to you like the you clear out all of the old so you can make way for the new I like to say out with the old and in with the true so yeah out with the old in with the true y'all let it go let it go Now for the question of the week. First we do the answer to last week's question and then we ask this week's question. So last week's question was, how do you feel? And it was, I got a lot of odd responses in my inbox and I got some phone calls too. Um, and I will, I'm going to share the best, most concise answer to this question and explanation that came from a conversation. I feel good. That was an answer a very dear friend of mine uh, gave me. Um, not, I am good. Because, you know, we ask people, how you doing? How you feel? They say, oh, I'm good. No, I feel good. I feel great. And we can do that. All of us have the right to feel good. You can feel great. You can feel love. You can feel happy. You just have to decide you have to choose. And I'm going to say vibrate higher. I'm going to say, I'm going to add to that vibrate higher with all of the tumult, chaos, hatred, drama, conflict, confusion that's going on in the world right now, culturally, politically, with many of us personally. You have to decide to be happy. You have to choose happy. You have to choose to feel good, to be appreciative to be thankful and show gratitude. You have to choose it. A dear friend of mine used to say years ago, 20 coming up in, uh, I think August, um, you change the world by changing your mind. And I like to say thoughts become things. So if you think good thoughts, you'll get good things. And what is spoken is manifested. So you speak good words you'll manifest good things. And so how, whatever it is you do shall be done unto you. So do good deeds. You know, and we have to choose that. We have to decide that. So I hope everyone's feeling good. Um, we have to vibrate higher. We have to decide not to let the things that are happening outside of the world, in the world, affect or determine or dictate how we feel within ourselves. And when we change our attitudes, when we change our minds about the world, the things around us will begin to change. So this week's question is, what are the things that you have let go or the things that you need to let go or release in order to bring abundance of love and and good into your life
All right, so that concludes this episode of Thrive, Flourish, Prosper. Once again, I'm Lady Khadija, and I always appreciate you guys joining me. So if you'd like to submit an answer to the question of the week, make sure you go and download the Anchor FM app from the Google Play or iTunes store, and you can send a message directly to me to be included in a later podcast. As always, you can find me on Facebook or follow me on IG at Lady Khadija. Tweet with me at underscore Lady Khadija. You can find me on YouTube. These episodes will ultimately be uploaded to YouTube and shared at LadyKhadija.com. And you can always go and check out the archives at www.com anchor.fm forward slash lady khadijah one love y'all be at peace